Good evening, and welcome to Friendship Radio and to the Grand March Through Life. It's good to have you here this Thursday evening. My name is James Huey, facilitator of the Friendship Personal Retreat Program here in Galveston and on ships cruising seas throughout the world. Offering the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on KGBC Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas as we explore topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. I'd like to welcome you to this Thursday evening broadcast of Friendship Radio, and thank you very much for taking time out of your evening to join us here at KGBC. I have two special guests this evening that we'll be talking to shortly, uh, Mr. Dolph Tillerson, editor and publisher of the Galveston Daily News, and Kathy Thomas, the assistant editor of the Galveston Daily News also. One of the topics that we'll be talking about this evening with these two fascinating people will be how Galveston, both as a city and as a county, develops and maintains its self-image, its esteem and perception of itself as a community. It'll be basically an extension of the belief that we as individuals are constantly defining who we are as people and that we as organizations and families and communities are doing the same process. Having been a fairly recent arrival here in the Galveston community, I've been fascinated to observe all of the very strong opinions, both pro and con, about how this community sees itself. So it seemed like a very natural topic that we could explore this evening, taking it from the individual basis where we usually spend our time here on Thursday evening. Welcome to both of you. Nice to be here. Thank you. One of the things that has always fascinated me is how we as a community define ourselves. For example... I frequently say that this is AM 1540 in Galveston. The question that comes to my mind, is that Galveston City or is that Galveston County? Or is that a combination? Your paper, for example, has been doing a lot of effort on trying to focus on Galveston County as a unit. I guess I'm eager to hear what kinds of observations you have noted here in the city and the county that led you to try and encourage us seeing ourselves as a larger unit than just, say, the island city of Galveston versus the county mainland. I think a part of that effort, James, began a long, long time ago because the Galveston Daily News for many years has been one of a few businesses that served not just a small part of the county, but the entire county. And I think because of that history and that tradition, those of us who work at the newspaper have a sense of Galveston County as a whole. One of my chief goals when I came to Galveston in 1987 was to increase our newspaper's penetration on the mainland side of Galveston County, where obviously we have more room for growth there than we do on Galveston Island, which has been our base since 1842. One of the things I discovered as I made speeches and talked to civic groups and talked to clubs and organizations and individuals and people on both sides of the Galveston Causeway was that there was a sense of division between the city of Galveston and Galveston Island. And it's occurred to me 
many times that there are so many ways in which our county could benefit by more cooperation and communication between the two big entities of our county, the mainland section of it and Galveston Island and Bolivar Peninsula also, that we could really stand to benefit a lot by doing away with the old traditional thought of I'm an islander or I'm a mainlander. When you say the word traditional, I imagine you already are raising some responses on a feeling level from some of our listeners. I think that's true, and I think that's a part of the problem with addressing this issue, is that there are a lot of emotional, traditionally related kinds of feelings that swirl around it. I talked to a lady not too long ago, an elderly woman who spoke to me, and she was talking about her feelings about Galveston Island. And I said, well, yeah, and we're, you know, we're part of a whole county, though. We need to take on this county perspective. And she said, young man, I've not only not, not ever been off of Galveston Island, but I've never been west of 53rd Street. <laughs> and uh, it, it occurred to 53rd me. 53rd Street. 53rd Street, right. She was born east of 53rd Street, had lived her whole life there, she says, and had never been west of it and was proud of that. I've also had the same thing said to me by people who live on the mainland. They just don't like to cross that causeway to come to the city of Galveston. I think everybody benefits when we break down what seem to me to be barriers that have been built up by tradition. I would think tradition and the sense of pride that you make those statements, because I've heard the same statements said with very strong conviction. I mean, these are not just offhanded comments. These are said with almost the fervor of a Baptist preacher on Sunday morning that you know, this is the way it is and this is the way it should be. I think you can have a sense of community pride and feel proud of where you're from and proud of your community, but still not have that closed-mindedness to the rest of the county. It's unfortunate that the county is divided with this island-mainland geography, and that, to me, is the largest barrier. You know, I'm not really so sure that our geography is really unfortunate. You know, our geography gives us advantages over other counties that most people don't have. You know, we've got 32 miles of some of the most beautiful beaches in Texas. We've got at the same time some of the most wonderful salt marsh wetlands in the country that are beautiful and provide a, a wildlife home for all kinds of bird species, for example. We have mineral resources that make our county rich and uh, make it a great place to live. What we have done with those resources, though, sometimes, and what we've done with our geography or let our geography do to us in terms of dividing us is really what I think we, we need to think about as a community. Well, I would sense that division then goes back to what we were talking and have talked about here frequently is the power to define who we are. Right. In other words, the geography is there, and we use it to our advantage to define ourselves as being a part or whether we can take a which is essentially a man-made line and say this is Galveston County and it has some common interest mm-hmm. as versus the natural dividing line of a waterway. But it really is possible to change that thinking and everyone benefits when island and mainland work together. An example of organizations who have both benefited tremendously from working together, College of the Mainland and Galveston College. There was a time when they were in direct competition and always at odds with each other, and in the last 
years they've come to work together and when one college is thinking about even starting a new course or a new area of teaching they'll consult with their sister college and work together allow students to get some of their coursework at one and some at the other and through that cooperation I think that you see an increased student enrollment and both colleges are better now because of that cooperation. In your editorials and stories you have pointed out the increase from an economic point of view and from a political point of view in words that we could get together kind of like there's strength in numbers Mm -hmm. rather than subdividing ourselves off and I sense that this all makes sense in a rational logical way of thinking Mm -hmm. and yet when we go back to those people that we were talking earlier I sense how do we approach that from a feeling level how do we try to make tradition make sense pride make sense how do we go about as a community to feel together as versus intellectually bond? I think the issue of getting beyond what just makes sense and getting to the heart of the matter, which is how people really feel inside, Mm -hmm. is something that's very difficult to do, and that's the problem. I think the way to do it, though, is for people in leadership positions to create opportunities where they talk to other people. As a newspaper, we are seeking ways to develop more and more communication with readers of our newspaper in all parts of the county. I'm on the board of the Galveston Chamber of Commerce as an example of another item. We've not participated in the Galveston County Council of Chambers of Commerce in the past. Well, this year I volunteered to be our chamber's representative on that council. Now this is a chamber for the, <clears throat> all the towns represented Texas there are, City. There are probably six or seven different chambers of commerce in Galveston County beginning in League City and coming south to Galveston. And there's an organization that brings together representatives of each of those, but the Galveston Chamber in the past has not participated. We should look for ways to encourage that kind of contact with other people in the county so that we can sit down with each other and realize that those feelings that we have about something as big as the mainland or Mm -hmm. as big as Galveston, it's too big to cope with. But if I can look at you, James Huey, in the eye and talk to you as a human being, then suddenly that huge, immense difficulty of getting together doesn't seem quite so big anymore. It's hard, though, to get people to do this. One of the things that we've done, for instance, with the, the newspapers, we have a reader advisory board which invites readers from all over the county to come to our newspaper and criticize the newspaper. And we do that in a constructive way, and they've always done it in a very constructive way, but we have sought to have, for instance, a number of our meetings on the mainland. What we find is it's very difficult to get people from Galveston to go to the mainland to a meeting. It's very difficult sometimes to get people from the mainland to go to Galveston for a meeting. You would almost think that causeway was the Berlin Wall. Right, exactly. It's tough to get people to cross it. That's what we really have to do is seek more contact. The more contact, the more times we can talk to one another, the more times we can hear what we each say to each other, the better we'll be. Mm-hmm. I sometimes think that if the if we had a concrete wall between the island and the mainland, we would probably be able to attack it and tear it down with much more gusto and clarity than this invisible wall that is there. Mm-hmm. But, and it's real. I mean, it really is real. There are two issues in the news that I think, unfortunately, are perpetuating that island, mainland mentality. 
One is the dog track fight. That oh. legislation allowing Galveston County to have one dog track has pitted mainland leaders and island leaders, citizens, against each other. Everyone's fighting for And they're still fighting, fight. as I understand. And they're, and they're going to continue to fight. And what we've tried to point out in editorials is that whether it be located on the island or the mainland, the entire county benefits, and people lose sight of that. If it's located on the mainland, island businesses certainly will benefit. Island hotels, island restaurants, island attractions. If it's located on the island, certainly the Lone Star Outlet Mall and other businesses on the mainland will benefit also. The other issue is the Texas copper smelter. We seem to see, to some extent, this division. Mainland residents are supporting it strongly and and see it as a new industry and jobs. Seem to hear a more united cry from the island with the concerns of the pollution. And I wonder where that differentiation, because I sense that there are people who are interested economically in Galveston Mm -hmm. County on the island, just as there are people on the mainland who are interested in the environment. What is our responsibility? How do we help people recognize that there is a total picture, a global picture? We try to do that through editorials on the front page, presenting the whole story as much as we can. We also are doing some interesting things that accomplish two goals. One is to sell our newspaper, and the other is... that's essential for survival. Right. And the other is to let people know what's going on in the county as a whole. In the last year, we've divided our press run into two editions. We have a Galveston Island edition, and we have a Galveston County edition, which includes the mainland and Bolivar Peninsula. And what we do is we design page one and two inside pages to suit the special needs of the communities that we're serving in those two regions. But we design both newspapers so that they both contain all the news. This is a point that a lot of people sometimes miss when they talk about the two editions. But we've been real careful in packaging our newspaper to make sure that we acknowledge the interest and the involvement that people on the mainland have in news in Galveston. And people in Galveston have in news on the mainland. Kathy, there's one other issue you didn't mention that is kind of dividing the county, and that is the new Mm -hmm. Bay Causeway. Many people on the mainland don't see how that that benefits them and that, in fact, it may cause property values to decline or so forth. And many people on the island, of course, are supporting it. And there's a great deal of disagreement about whether to build a causeway or where to put the causeway. And that's another one of those places where we we have some disagreement. Well, and I sense that as you present these issues that there are people who probably contact you and say that if you try to present the whole picture you're not really presenting the reality as they see it, which mm-hmm. tends to be one side or the other. Mm-hmm. Do you get that kind we of... We know we've done a good job when we make everybody mad. <laughs> <laughs> the people who fought against any of those issues. Right, exactly. When a pu- story publishes and they both call and say, well, you are biased towards the other side, we know we've written a fair story. We try also to provide for opinion and encourage that strongly on our opinion page through letters and guest columns, and I think that that is very well used by the community. You know, another thing that I think we might want to discuss a little bit, though, is we've talked a lot about the the issues that divide us. It may be more instructive to think about some things that we could succeed beautifully with if we work together. Well, I guess part of what I'm really fascinated with is so often I think 
we see ways of pulling us together. I guess the question I have is, how do we get to those feelings so that people really feel together? In other words, as a newspaper, as a radio station, do we strive to give people plenty of opportunities to see the whole picture by, like, the uh, letters to the editor, the call-ins here on the radio station, things of that type? When I hear the word Galveston, I think of a total unit, and I feel a part of a total unit. Is it saying, I belong to Galveston County 16,000 times, going to do it? Is it listening to KGBC? Is it reading your newspaper? Are we going to say it enough so that it makes sense? Are we going to just approach it from a thinking point of view? In other words, is thought going to determine feeling eventually? Is that our hope? I think that that will do it. Okay. For, for some people, it won't. So in other words, if we think a certain way for a period of time, words, if we start thinking of ourselves as together, we'll start feeling that way. I think that with the newspaper presenting and emphasizing Galveston County instead of Galveston Island and the mainland and encouraging cooperation between these two divided areas, we'll begin to see more cooperation. People will begin to think in a countywide way instead of an us and them way. Well, and this comes back to which comes first. Do we start thinking a certain way and then start feeling a certain way? Or do we strive to do some things that will help people start feeling a bond, like kind of putting everybody in the causeway or the bay and then recognizing that all this land will support us. This is all land that will get us out of the water, so to speak. And we feel it. It's not a thought. It's a feeling that I want to get to land, and any land will do, whether it's an island or whether it's part of a mainland. There are some things that I think will begin to help this Galveston County Drug Task Force, mm-hmm. where all of the law enforcement agencies in the county are working together. Our Reader's Advisory Board brings together island and mainland people to talk. We Might have talk a, a little bit about the literacy Galveston County Literacy Task mm-hmm. Force. There are literacy efforts to teach adults to read throughout the county. And a year ago, we invited people from throughout the county to get together. We had some 40 people representing from Dickinson on south, and people didn't know that there were other activities going on. And we're hoping through the Literacy Task Force to link all of these different activities and act as a reference source for people who need these services. Because they're countywide, there is no one reference. So in other words, by just structuring a lot of organizations to be countywide, that's going to be another reference point Mm -hmm. to think of it. I think once you get that communication going, you really open some minds. Because this is what you were alluding to earlier, being able to think of things that pull us together rather than separate us. At the newspaper, we, mainly through Kathy's efforts, organized the Literacy Task Force. It's been a great, refreshing thing to see these people from all over Galveston County talk about a problem that really threatens the future of our society as we know it, which is the literacy problem. 
And it's been a real encouraging thing for me to see the degree of talent and the degree of energy and the degree of resources that can be marshaled if you bring this whole county together on that one particular subject. Mm -hmm. I had lunch recently with Judge Ray Holbrook, county judge, and we were talking about this issue. And he and the people who work with him, including Galveston College and College of the Mainland, have been trying over the last year or two to organize a countywide economic development effort that couldn't address each community's economic development problems, but could address economic development problems that affect the whole county. For instance, there is no central source at this point for collection of countywide statistical data to aid all the chambers in their economic development efforts. This would be extremely helpful to us. And mm -hmm. these are opportunities that we have to work together as a county. And you ask the question, how do you change logic and philosophy and thought into feeling? I think the best way to do it is to succeed at some things as a county. And if you could look at the literacy problem and see success there or see progress there, or if you could look at economic development issues and see progress there, or if you could look at transportation issues that affect the whole county and see progress there, and that's the way you really address the problem. You begin to show people that what we can do if we think about ourselves as a body of 240,000 people, roughly. Well, this would be an analogous then to the how we develop our own self-esteem. And if a positive self-esteem as individuals come from those areas in which we tend to be successful, if I see myself as being successful in a certain area or doing a certain set of behaviors or with certain feelings, then I tend to get those reinforced, and I strive to continue to either continue doing them, and I continue to feel good about myself while I do them. So as a county, then if we start behaving in a certain way and feeling good about it, mm -hmm. then the odds are we can maybe develop more cohesiveness, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because I find it very fascinating the ways in which we constantly pick apart ourselves and realize it's just like negative self-esteem. It's so much easier to pick ourselves apart and focus on our shortcomings than it is to do the hard work. <clears throat> Here, I've sometimes been called, you know, like with Pollyanna thinking, this isn't the real world. Somehow positivism isn't real. Negativism is real. And I just wonder if you received that from the paper. When I, you I, have a great, I have a great example. Last week, we had the duty to report a bad news story, which was the closing of Todd Shipyards in Galveston. And at our editorial meeting on the afternoon before that story was going to appear in the paper the next morning, we talked about the story in great detail and talked about how the newspaper was going to present that information and all the various sidebar stories that we would develop in addition to just the main story announcing the closing of the ship repair facility. One of the points that we all stressed was we need to seek a way to give people some hope or something positive to cling to at a time of serious loss. This business had been operating successfully in Galveston for 55 years, right, Kathy? Largest taxpayer. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> was the largest taxpayer for many years and so forth. And we got busy and we sought comment from economic development leaders about some good things that are going on and tried to balance the coverage in that day's paper with some good news that was also going on at the same time. I wrote an editorial which essentially did the same thing. It said, terrible news that Todd Shipyards is closing, and no one can deny that, but it's not the end of the world. There are a number of other things that go on. And what kind of reaction did you get? Mostly good, but I don't think I've told Kathy this story yet. I got a copy of the editorial in the mail yesterday from a friend of mine with words written on it. This is the most ridiculous thing you've ever done. 
I called my friend and I said, look, I'm not trying to be a smart aleck, but I'd like to know why do you feel that way? Why do you think that it was ridiculous to try to point out some good along with the bad? My friend said, you're not doing your job until you tell us how bad things are. And that's the purpose of a newspaper. Right. To bring the bad news. Right. That's real news. <clears throat> right. We were telling a story that was hard to tell. It's bad news. That, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago, there were 300-some-odd people employed in that plant. We live here. I own a home in Galveston. Kathy owns a home in Galveston. We pay taxes here, too. And to tell bad news is not any more fun for us than it is for the average citizen who lives in Galveston, which we do. I got a call from a friend of mine the morning that the stories appeared in the paper, and he said this to me. He said, Doff, I went to bed last night having just watched the TV coverage from Houston of the closing of Todd Shipyards, and I felt terrible about my town. And I got up this morning and I read my newspaper, and I felt better. Because of the way the newspaper had handled the coverage of the story, he didn't feel defeated any longer. And he said, I appreciate living in a community where the people who edit the news try to give me that feeling. If he'd been in the room with me, I'd probably jumped up and hugged him and kissed him because <laughs> uh, that was exactly the reaction that we were hoping we would get from people. Well, let's end this particular program with a real upbeat, positive message. I sense all of us feel about the opportunity to be here in Galveston. And I do want to thank both of you for taking time out of your busy schedule and getting Friday morning's paper ready to come and spend a few minutes with us here. It's gone very quickly. I had a feeling that it would, but I really do appreciate it. And maybe we'll get a chance to come back after a period of time and reflect on the changes that have occurred in our county. Like and enjoy that. Thanks. Thank you again for coming. And I want to thank you for joining me here this evening on KGBC AM 1540 Friendship Radio for all of Galveston County. I hope that this program has provided a valuable resource as you write your life novel. And I hope you will join me again here on Friendship Radio for Southeast Texas KGBC AM 1540 as we continue to explore topics each Thursday evening to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship. This is your friend and host, James Huey. Until next Thursday, good night.